Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Howdy, howdy, and happy post-Thanksgiving with plump bellies and ready to be amplified. How are you, Andrea? I am wonderful. I am uh, managing the background here, getting everything prepared for us being all over the world. So I'm super excited, and I'm excited about today's show. And uh, in case you guys didn't notice, did you notice behind, uh, Ken's got a Christmas tree well, a partial Christmas tree. We couldn't afford the whole thing because of COVID. <laughs> so they're actually selling, like just like they're selling the, the tops with you having just the suitor in the top and your belly is actually hanging out. I was going to say, is it just like for Zoom? <laughs> yeah, so I just got these shirts and they only, they actually end just an inch below this space right here. They're a lot cheaper. They're about $3 cheaper. And you got to, I mean, who cares if your belly is showing if, if you're saving fabric and it's never going to be shown in a Zoom call? Uh, I love it because um, you don't have to have a skirt, literally, uh, for your Christmas tree. (laughs) Yeah, so it's full Monty over here, obviously, and kind of different, kind of different, but saving money uh, to put that money towards the holidays, kind of COVID hacking, a little life hacking for COVID, right? Yes. So um, if you need the website, it's, it's called a percent of a tree. And uh, you pick the percent you want, and they actually will, they'll send you the image. It goes right, right behind you. So it looks like you're kind of living in abundance. Oh, I absolutely love it. It sounds like the best thing ever right now. So I so understand we have some sponsors. For those of you who are feeling bad about, uh, yeah, I was going to say for sponsorship, if you'd like to help sponsor. I was going to say, don't ever feel bad about our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, but don't ever, don't ever feel bad about our sponsors. You said, and uh, we feel kind of bad. And then I said, well, you can talk about the sponsors. And you're like, well, let's talk about those sponsors that are feeling bad. Well, I don't feel bad about them at all. <laughs> I feel really excited about the sponsors that we have. Um, our featured sponsor <laughs> is Opus.Finance. Opus.Finance is a decentralized, a global processing system uh, for the people, people. by the people. Yes. (laughs) And we also want to thank Voice America Influencers Channel, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Perfect Publishing and Big Events USA. And uh, we are looking... I just want to say, I want to say Opus has been consistent every single week, being our sponsor and also they have been a difference maker in helping us create abundance with a smile actually causes a coin and that coin causes abundance for our program. But I want to say also that I'm glad that they are not against the people and without the people. I am too. Uh, we actually had a meeting this morning because we're uh, creating something new with Opus. We're now going to be an accelerator for startups. So if you're a startup Again. and you've already been doing something wonderful and would like to figure out how Bitcoin, or uh, excuse me, crypto technology, not Bitcoin, <coughs> crypto technology can fit into your business to help it accelerate, then we might be a perfect fit for you. So you can reach out to me and I can introduce you to the application process for that. So. And again, and very smart. Instead, yes. of, instead of the accelerator, they went with accelerator. So they, they did. everything <laughs> seems to be moving forward, like making more things happen. 
Everything is going just perfect that way. I love it. Uh, um, We also are letting people know that we are accepting new sponsorships. So if you want to get in front of our millions of listeners, by the way, we've had over 2 million listens. That is pretty cool. That is. And I I was almost a million of them. So that still leaves a million unaccounted for. That is. <laughs> Ken's a busy boy listening to our show. Uh, by the way, we have a new uh, YouTube channel, channel as well called Amplified. And so you'll be able to see all of these as much as you want um, a million times. See if you can beat Ken for how many times you've watched uh, uh, the different programs that we've had. And uh, uh, Amplified with Ken Rashawn has been on for uh, five years now. So uh, I don't know if you realize you had had an anniversary in October. Well, not only did we have an anniversary, but that's the only reason we're accepting new sponsors. A lot of people call us. They're like, we have lots of money we'd like to sponsor. And we're like, no, it's not our five-year anniversary. So <laughs> this is the special time, the special window, that small window that you get to get into to make a difference, to amplify goodness for not only our show and the Keep Smiling movement, but for the countless people you don't know will be ripple effect by all the good things we're doing. Yes. So we reach a lot of people. We also, you'll be attached to the Keep Smiling movement. So if you want more information on that, uh, reach out to me, Andrea Adams Miller at the red carpet connection.com, or you can reach out to Ken as well, and we'll get you all taken care of. And we also want to remind everyone that our charity of choice is the Keep Smiling movement. Uh, and we are a mental and dental health organization, 5013C. And tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. So if you'd like to give, we'd like to receive. We not only motivate, and inspire with our published uh, books and ebooks, and we also have services and programs, and do advocacy and awareness for over thirty other nonprofits. So we are uh, really changing uh, the world uh, by one uh, giving a dose of hope, one smile at a time. <laughs> Speaking of which, the big eight hundred pound book, well, page book, but it feels like eight hundred pounds when you're lifting it and you're an ant. I mean, that's, that's a lot of weight. <clears throat> a lot of yeah. weight. Tell them more about what this 800-page uh, this book is about, Ken. Well, Steve Sambliss came up with this lovely book, 800 pages, and we are both in it. And it was, <clears throat> it's, it is a great idea. It's, it's not was a good idea. It's a great idea. 150 <laughs> authors. We highly recommend you check it out. But he got the, he got the wheels a ticking because we have 140 books behind us, and we picked 100 of those chapters. And we put them together because all kinds of people are saying, well, I want to read not just his chapter, his chapter. I want to read other people's chapters. So we put them all in one big book. It's called A Dose of Hope, cover to be revealed next Monday. So that's going to be kind of cool. And uh, golly gee, for Thanksgiving, I did more pictures than turkeys I'll ever eat in my life. I I think that uh, we hit right around 400 pictures that of people chiming in. Thank you, world for all the people that responded to the gratitude message we sent out and said, that photo is mine. That I claim. I claim as the smile that inspires the world. So that was a... That was very inspiring. That was a Thanksgiving it was ex- gift. Ex- uh, yeah, I, the whole weekend, I was on the computer uh, doing that same thing. And we definitely want to make sure that all the pictures that we've taken over the last six years um, are, are identified, that we know who you are. And Down know, to 7,468 uh, photos to still identify. <laughs> so just a couple. So if you think. But you we, know we, people, broke 3, uh, we broke 3,000. We broke 3,000. Did we break 3,000? Oh, yeah, we're over 3,000 photos. i to know that. 3,000 photos are identified. So the, the reason they're not identified is <clears throat> back in the day, when we were taking photos of people with beautiful smiles, we would say, Shh. 
And the new way we do it is, how can we get this photo to you? And how can we send you one of our Keep Smiling books? Because back then we weren't doing Keep Smiling books because we didn't know what we didn't know, which is that they could be done. So we are going to probably head to a thousand books this next 2021 and really punish the pandemic pace we've done. So this is going to be really fun. It'll be really fun. I'm super excited about what we've accomplished and what we're going to be accomplishing. And we're- um, And what we've never accomplished. And what we've never accomplished and will accomplish. And I want to let you know that we saved another life this last week. I had another person call. And so this is number 43 people that have reached out to me because of what we do and said, I need help. I'm feeling suicidal and uh, unhappy. And I talked to them and did a little um, hypnotic language and was able to help them feel more confident in the moment and refer them to get some help from someone else. Um, and so I'm feeling really positive about the things that we've done. So that's 43 people this year that we have made a difference and that we know for sure that uh, they are still with us uh, because of the Keep Smiling movement. And that makes me extremely proud. And uh, wait, we are wait, looking wait. For... Okay. So 43. Like, there's a lot of people that haven't even gotten one call where they saved someone's life. So you got 43. That's yeah. like That's like the lotto of living. Yeah. It's okay. Pretty- so it's it's about one in I don't know, a hundred thousand people would call a helpline, and yet you got all of them. So the well, all forty three of them. So yeah. the question I have, the request I have is, since you know these people, I'm sure that they didn't just call um, Andrea Anonymous. I am anonymous. Don't know who you are. Don't know who I am. And I'm never going to tell you. I'd like to appeal to these people to get a key smiling shot and and actually. Uh, say how important life is and how important the Keep Smiling movement is because we keep rattling off all these lives we say, but there's no evidence. And I call you not to do this because the Keep Smiling movement is not doing it. I call you to do it because people need to see this is real. Yeah. Uh, so for those of you who have uh, are watching and know, and know what Ken and I do, if you're willing to um, use utilize your situation to help save other people's lives. Ken's asking you if maybe you would um, allow me to break that confidence and uh, you break it on your own actually instead of asking me to do it that you reach out and say yeah I'll share my story or I'll talk about that. Um, I would love for you to do that and um, and so reach out to me and we'll make that happen. And I don't think it's even a confidence thing. I think it's I think all of us are hurting. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And all of us are hurting on different levels. And so this is a way of actually taking the power of actually owning the fact that you can have a, a powerful life and paying it forward to others that could too. Cool. Beautiful. Uh, so that's what we're doing. So we have a gift for you. Uh, this uh, rest gift. of the show. Yes, it's a smile, the gift. Um, Ken has Well, I think it's the gift, the smile. Well, actually, yeah. it is the smile, the gift. A lot of people are in arguments <laughs> about that. We want to find out from you. It was originally called the gift, and then Ken came up with this great idea I to think call it, was it actually, the smile, the gift. No, I think it was actually, Brian called it the smile, and I said, why don't you say it's kind of a gift to the world? So... <laughs> 
So what we're referring to is Brian Thompson. He is our guest today. He's a Saxonist and an influencer. So uh, he's all over Instagram and has all these millions of followers and people that love him. And he has played the saxophone all over the world. He has his own beautiful original music, which he'll be playing here today. So he'll be giving us a gift as well uh, for that uh, listening pleasure. And I wanted to tell you a little bit more about him. So he's only 23 years old, by the way, and he's a super handsome, wonderful guy. He's known as B. Thompson for his, B. Thompson Music for his um, Instagram and other social media areas. And he's an internet icon. He has a fan base of over 500,000 people, and he's had over 60 million social media views. He's been recognized in social media by superstars such as Chris Brown, um, Cardi B, and Neo, and many more. He's also shared the stage with legendary jazz artists and R&B singers such as Najee, uh, Kirk Whalem. Kenny Lattimore, Faith Evans, and Tony Braxton, who I love Tony Braxton. So uh, super excited. He has done so much more that he is very humble and he does not um, boast about it in his bio, but we're going to ask him to do that here today is because people want to know more about what makes him so awesome. So if you'll join us, Brian, welcome to the show. show. Good morning. How are you? (laughs) Hunky dory. We're Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. We are so glad to have you here, Brian. We met, um, was it about a year ago? Yeah, a little, back, a little over a year ago. I would say it was about September of 2018. Maybe. And uh, yes, for my so son, he's probably going to listen later. Uh, Kenny, that's uh, 12, and you got your October, September, so it's about 14 months. Okay. Yes, okay. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> God, Bless you. I feel that when I, Brian, I feel the same way. When I hear the number 14, I usually go, I take allergy pills in case I'm going to say the number 14. <laughs> <laughs> so we met because of Eric Swanson. I was speaking at uh, Habitude and you were there and you played and spoke on stage as well. And uh, we, we got to have dinner together and it was so amazing. Oh, uh, it, I found out that even you, you are followed by our um, a sound engineer today who's playing sound engineer, uh, Ryan Treasure, who's a big deal at Voice America. So he, we have the pleasure of uh, him being with us today instead of Aaron, our, our normal lovely guy who we uh, will still wish happy birthday, even though he couldn't be with us today. He's on his holiday break. And so that is exciting uh, to uh, hear that Ryan follows you and knows who you are, Brian. So that makes me even more excited to have you here today. And no surprise, but most Ryans do follow Brian's because of the outfit. They're out there. Yeah. So, Brian, you're new to Ken. Um, you guys didn't have the pleasure. Normally, Ken has the a pleasure of getting to talk with a person a little bit more beforehand. And, and <laughs> What's so, well, so, yeah, I thought, uh, Ken, I, what do you, I, I've been wanting to put you guys together because Ken has this, you know, what, 35 years in the music industry. He owns uh, Absolute Entertainment, which is a DJ business as well, and um, knows so much about music. And so, pretty much, probably anybody that you've played with ken has their album i would guess so maybe well we a lot play of that them. game <laughs> so Najee, you met him yes yeah actually it's so funny how Najee and i met just adjusting my camera here yeah, I, well, i'll adjust mine too just so we're kind of keeping everyone guessing it's so funny how we met because i was in i was finishing up performing at the apollo theater in harlem new york uh-huh 
I was on my way home back to Indianapolis at the time. And I just saw this guy sitting across in the other section. I was like, that looks like Najee, because of course I knew who he was. And then I walked over to him and I said, oh my God, you're Najee. I had my saxophone case, so he knew I was an instrumentalist. So I said, oh my God, you're Najee. He's like, yeah. He said, aren't you that kid that I've been seeing on the internet all the time? And I was like, maybe. Then he showed me one of, he showed me one of my videos that he saw. And, and you said he- no. What's <laughs> <It's not, laughs> so funny is this. I said, so where are you headed? He said, oh, I'm headed to Indianapolis as well. I said, what? <laughs> he headed to Indianapolis to do four shows at the Jazz Kitchen. And right then and there on the spot, he said, well, since we're going to the same place, uh, would you like to be on the, the show with me? All four shows. It was two shows that night and two shows the following night. And That's he wild. let's do it. And ever, to this day, we've been connected. You ever heard of uh, Kim Waters? Yes, I know Kim Waters too. Yeah, oh, he's sorry. He's in my backyard, Maryland. <laughs> I, I think I've only I think I've only met him one time, but I love his playing. Of course, he's yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. You know, um, we have uh, we have a rock one, we have a, a concert uh, one that I showed earlier, and we have a country one. We need a jazz because jazz. I mean, the fact that you you made our theme song instrumental, the smile, the gift. I mean, wow. Well, you guys do need a theme song. I mean, I, I wrote this song, The Gift, um, which you guys hear later whenever we get to it. Um, I wrote it over the course of the pandemic. You know, I did this. Well, we're we're going to do it soon. I'm going to tell you why. Because when people hear it, they're going to hear you differently. Because uh, for you to have this many followers, that's impressive. But they don't know why you have so many followers. So we're going to make sure we awaken their hearts with your beautiful music. And um, yeah, when, when I heard it, I was like, Jeez, this is perfect for a theme song. So, and I thought I thought they were just following you because you're super friendly and handsome, and and then and then the, throw in the sound. Oh my gosh, Brian's got it going on. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was also because they heard you were a Saxonist, and they were like a Saxonist. I mean, is that from Norway or or Sweden? And so, so I'm still thinking about myself no. every day. I'm like, what's this button do? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and play the song? And let, uh, let Kenny G know what's up, all right? Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the gift. Smile. Thank you. 
I noticed that you awakened the earth and the sun rose as you played. Thank you. That's amazing. Most musicians can't cause the sun to literally rise on them. And you, you know what's so funny? Because as I was playing, I was like, oh my goodness, the sun is like actually literally reflecting off of the high rise building across the street. Because I try to use as much natural light. I, I, I had nothing to do with that at all. <laughs> sure, you did. Don't be modest as you normally are. So, um, I. Just my here for a but this uh, this show's you know filled with as many zingers as the guests will allow. But can I throw you a zinger? Because I, not I, I like to keep the show kind of raw. So I got a bunch of questions you do know, but I don't know if you know this particular question. Do you know who invented the saxophone? Do I know who invented the saxophone? Yeah. Uh, yes, Adolf Sax in the late 1800s. God bless you. Okay. See that that's a man who's passionate because if you find out the invention of how you actually are changing the world and who created that invention for you to do so, that is a statement of commitment to me. I, I'm impressed. Good job, Brian. That's the hardest question I got for you. Um, the easier questions for you. Um, you've heard them a lot of times, but our audience may have not heard them asked to you or the answer. So here we go. You ready? At what point did you know you would be a saxophonist or a musician and why the saxophone? So I was nine when I first got my saxophone. It was October 2007. And I literally practiced 10 to 12 hours every day because I was so I was so excited to have one at the time. Um, I knew it was I knew it was it when I had gotten my first booking like six months after touching a saxophone for the first time in my life. Like six months later, I, I got I was doing like little birthday parties and, you know, these little pop up, you know, family events. And then the following year, I started doing like actual performances like in church and things like that. So I think at nine, I knew I wanted to play the saxophone. And then I think by the time I was about 14, 15, I knew that this was like, OK, this is my profession now. This is not just a hobby. Yeah, my identity. Yeah, exactly. You know, so when I hit my teenage years, I was like, yeah, this is going to be this is the career. So that's the win, and that's the how long. The one that perplexes me is the why. The why. Yeah, why, you know, why why'd you choose it? Why? Who was the person that uh, you saw? I mean, there's a reason before nine that you picked it, I hope. 
So it's so funny. I, I, I always say I was born in a hybrid generation because we, we kind of grew up with when technology was kind of coming in and now it's at its like peak, you know. So when I was growing up, you know, YouTube wasn't quite a thing just yet, you know, in the early 2000s, uh, mid 2000s. So I started, um, I would listen to a lot of uh, smooth jazz on the radio before I actually played the saxophone. So, you know, for much of my, you know, six, seven, eight years old of my life, I was just listening to smooth jazz on the radio and I would just, the sounds just, they all live with me. I grew up with my older aunt and uncle, you know, and they, they listened to a lot of more seasoned music. So all of that is what ringed in my head over the years. And eventually it's like when you, if you see somebody do something long enough, especially as a child, you know, because children are sponges, they literally soak up everything that they see, feel, touch and hear. So, I literally just absorbed that. And I was like, I want to play this type of music. I, you know, I like hearing, you play it in the car all the time. I want to hear this type of music. I want to play this type of music. And, you know, and they said, well, this is a saxophone or this is a piano. I play piano as well. And, you know, they were like, you know, that's what these instruments are. And I was like, well, can I play them? I want to try and play them. They never took me seriously because I wanted to be a lot of things at the time. Well, you definitely chose a lighter instrument than a piano. I mean, that's a lot to carry around. I mean, can you imagine the kids parties? That'd be so much. <laughs> And I, I, if I if I go if I go to a gig where I have to play keys, I'm like, can the keyboard please be provided? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna go to break and come back. I have obviously a lot more questions for you, and uh, we're probably gonna get a call in during our break from Kenny G saying, um, "Why am I not in the show too?" Signature's right here, actually, somewhere. <laughs> Kenny G, but is a oh. mark on there? That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. Amazing. All right, give a shout out to the love, the Thanksgiving, and the gratitude we have for our sponsors. And thank you to Opus.Finance, the decentralized global processing system for the people, by the people, and to the Umbrella Syndicate, Big Events USA, Voice America Influencers Channel, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, and our charity of love is the Keep Smiling Movement. And of course, this time of year, we're asking for donations like we are all times of the year because people are needing our services, our love, our inspiration and support. You can do that by doing at Keep Smiling Movement through PayPal. And that's all I have for now. We'll be back after these messages. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. 
Welcome back to Amplify. This is Ken Rashan on the Influencer Channel at Voice America, celebrating many, many years of amplifying leaders, especially leaders who are creative and inspiring the world with their music and their art. So we are welcoming back Brian. Andrea, please give a lovely shout out and segue to our sponsors. Uh, yes, thank you, everyone. Just as a reminder, you're listening to Amplified with Ken Rashawn, your host, a celebrity event photographer all over the world and book publisher as well as a marketing genius. And I'm Andrea Adams-Miller, your executive producer. And Brian Thompson, our guest, is an amazing Saxonist. And again, our sponsors, Opus.Finance, Voice America Influencers Channel, The Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, Big Events USA, and our um, The Red Carpet Connection and charity of choice is TheKeepSmilingMovement.com, where we give a dose of hope one smile at a time. So uh, a gentleman named Jim Brickman wrote a song, uh, The Gift. Do you recall? He's a pianist. Jim Brickman. I'm not, I'm not familiar with the name. I'm, I'm oh, sure many... You will love him. He plays gorgeous music. And I mean, the idea of our show is we're all awakening and learning new things. So I love music so much. And when I hear something that is either symbolic, the gift, and it's a great holiday song, a great holiday message. And uh, even all kidding aside, the smile is a gift every time you give one, not just to the people you give it to, but to yourself. And yeah. so I would welcome that being a theme song for the Key Smiling Movement, not to put you on the spot, but it is gorgeous. No, um, I was going to say you guys would like to use the song. I mean, as the as the owner of the song, you know, yes. you, I allowing you permission to do whatever you would like with it. If you'd like to use it to help spread your message, and you know, um, that's what the song is about. It's just well, it's about. We would put it in the back of 140 books at this point, maybe a thousand books later. But each of these books reaches about 10,000 to 30,000 people, so that's a natural organic um, liftoff for your song, our message and inspiration in general. And, you know, most importantly, for you to write something like that, you were inspired. I mean, it's, there's just not another way to put it. Something touched your heart and your mind and your soul to create something that beautiful. And it's so beautiful, actually, that when you were, give us a little taste of it in the, in the test, um, you were falsely accused that, hey, we would like you to play an original. It's too good. <laughs> that is funny. It, uh, you know, it, it, it was so beautiful. It's so beautiful, Brian. I swear, I swear it was already top 40. <laughs> I swear. I take the, I'll take that as a compliment for sure. <laughs> well, we can't play, we can't oh play God. other people's music on uh, Facebook that we don't have the rights to, right? And so it's funny, but when you when we play this, Facebook's going to be like, ah, we can't stop them. We can't stop them. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be funny because they'll initially probably try to stop me, and I'll have to explain. Excuse me, if you completely watch the programming that you're blocking, we have permission to verbalize 100%. and visualize. <laughs> so, is the song out on iTunes? Yes, this song is out on iTunes. It's a part of um, it's the last song on my EP that I did called "Isolated Sessions," and it's just. Six songs that I wrote while we were on uh, extreme lockdown earlier this year, all at home. I was just like, I got to put out something, you know, these ideas are coming to me. And uh, so, this, this is your first or one of many? This, this is my, um, this is my second EP. My older music is no longer available for sale, um, but all of my new catalog of music from 2019 to up to today is now available. Um, and um, the EP was just to be, it was, it's, it was separate from my album, which is going to come out next year. 
but the EP was just a collection of raw, unprofessional music. You know, it was just this is me in my most raw, pure state. It's like vanilla extract. You know, hey, here's my offering of music to you all while you're at home and you know with your families and we can't really go out and do things recreationally so i said so let's say uh, a caller calls in we get this a lot and someone got a, lots of millions of dollars and they want to expose they want to spend some of it before the in the year as a tax deduction or they want to just buy something nice for the holidays they say i, I want to brian i want to give you a million dollars i'd like to buy some of that music that is not available anymore you said it's not available you cannot purchase it and i would like to challenge that with a million dollars, I am going to buy it. Would you open up the vault? <laughs> uh, for that price, I, <laughs> I probably should open up the vault. <laughs> Good man. So um, when you're playing that song, <clears throat> are we the first people to say that there's kind of a, a Kenny G feel to it, a Kenny G inspiration? Yeah, it's kind of a, I'm trying to bring back that similar vibe, you know, um, Kenny G along with, you know, like Dave Kaz, mm -hmm. David Bonnie James are just kind of my top players, and I think the saxophone is such a versatile instrument. So to be able to play these ballads, um, which is something I really have only heard people like Kenny do, I said I want to try and bring that back. You know, I like being able to let the horn kind of just breathe and speak for itself you know it's kind of like when you're running you're breathing really fast but even though we're sitting here we're just breathing slowly and that's how i think of these ballads you know just just take a time to breathe so kenny i got a lot of that influence from kenny because so many of these saxophones i'm influenced in so many other areas but when it comes to these ballads these, you know heart tugging melodies i have to say that kenny is a huge inspiration for that yeah i, I actually believe it or not i was probably less than 10 feet from Kenny G in a concert. He he did his thing where he walked up the aisle playing the continuous note for like three minutes. Oh, the window. Like, yeah, the, yeah the, the window, the, the nasal. I can't believe he can do that. But uh, he was... I, what's that? Yeah, the circular breathing. Yes, it's insane. And not too many people can do it, right? Yeah, not too many. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to tell you just, this is, I guess, me being a bit braver in the show, but I can't do it. Um, I feel like it's going to be, I feel like it's kind of conceited to say that I can do it. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, you're not, it's not being conceited because we gave you no, the big you, compliment you that you actually brag about that. Yeah. That, you have, that, you have that sound and that feel. So it's not conceited at all. In fact, that just gave you a higher lift off to us really wanting you to do a key smiling book. <laughs> so oh. it, did you read about him doing that and you just practice? How does one practice to do that? Yeah, and you know, circular breathing is one of those things where it's like, you know, you don't really know what it is until you, unless you really kind of dig into it, you know, I'm like, there's no possible way, you know, he has the world record for holding a note for like 45 minutes from back in 1997. Oh, I didn't know it was that long. Okay, wow. I, I, I someone else beat it a few years ago, but, um, but anyway, um, but yeah, it's like one of those things I was like, I want to learn how to do that, you know, and you know, I saw a video of people doing that technique and, you know, some people say it takes them a few years to learn it. And I was just like, all right. And I was able to get it just to a performable state after a couple of weeks. I was like, all right, let's do this. So I, I, I it's just, it's a great skill. It's a, it's an illusion almost. Right. It is. It is. Um, I can't imagine either one of those things. So the 45 minutes I didn't know he did do it for a good five minutes during the concert that I saw him. And we just kind of assumed that was as far as he could go, like the five minute. Um, a 45 minute concert of him just playing one note. <laughs> would, 
yeah. might not be as exciting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, but he might have done it at a concert to break the record. Maybe. I mean, that would be that'd be like the overtime worth watching, right? Oh yeah, that, I that that would be so fun to say. I got to. Watch but I, that what I'm trying record. to imagine is at 45 minutes or 45 minutes in a second, he goes. Like, and you know, so funny, and, and and Guinness was watching him the entire time when he did it. Right. He wasn't on stage. He was at some type of kiosk at somewhere, and he couldn't. The, the, the note couldn't waver. He couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. The note just had to be sustained. Like it was just. Ugh. Yeah, he like, couldn't I, drink water and he couldn't pee. I heard. When he when he finished, when he finished, he said his hands were kind of like stuck in you know the position for a while. He had to kind of like loosen them up. And Forty five minutes is a, a very long time to sit and hold one note. Uh, just to hold a pencil or a pen. That's a that's a long time. Especially to actually hold an instrument. Yeah. You know, two pounds, three pounds, you know. And with a kiosk, and he wasn't using, like, the edge of the shelf for the kiosk. A lot of people think he did do that. I'm just making <laughs> that up. I'm just making that part up. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the person who broke the record, do you know who that is? Um, I don't know. He's not a celebrity saxophonist, but he's um, but he's out there on social media. I can't remember his name. But, yeah, he um, – well, he's, he's not one of our sponsors, so you don't have to know his name. Uh, Kenny, <laughs> G was, Kenny G will soon become a sponsor. <laughs> And that's beyond he, me. I have he did an hour. An hour. You, you know that was smart of him not to just do like forty six minutes. I mean, uh, yeah. He, right. If you're gonna do something, if you're gonna try to outdo someone, at least leave a great margin in between where they were and where you're going. Well, and not only a great margin, but a new unit. Like I only did one, but it was an HR. It, it wasn't an MIN. It was not minimalistic. It was the full huh, raw hour. Right, full out. Fifteen minutes, <laughs> minute margin there. So it's like after you hit that forty-five, now you got fifteen minutes. That's when you, now you're in crunch time. Well, now I, I will challenge you, Brian. That um, oh I think I, I'm going to challenge you. This now I'm not challenging you with that. I'm not going to challenge you with that because that's not that's not very nice. But I will challenge you with something that would help you a lot and is doable. <clears throat> I challenge you to find out who that gentleman is, and I challenge you to invite any saxophonist any jazz musician that you'd want to keep, create a key smiling book because i think that jazz like, would only get bigger if more people knew how beautiful it was the audience for jazz has been recycled and not filtered so it's very difficult to get a hold of new audiences mm -hmm. right you know yeah so i i would love to I'd love to amplify jazz. Uh, I, 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 as a, a DJ that had to play mood music for like the dining experience, more in the eighties and nineties, people loved to have jazz during dinner. I mean, just loved it. So I got, I went deep cause I, you know, you, you get bored if you're just playing the same artist. So I just keep getting more and more artists. So a lot of the artists you've mentioned, I not only know who you're talking about, I have their CD or I have their album. So it's pretty cool. Oh, that reminds me, Brian. Would you share with Ken? Um, uh, you had shared with me in person when we were together how you were you've fl been flown to like these private, unbelievable, gorgeous places to play for private things. And I know you can't divulge who you played for, but you can maybe share what kind of cities or what kind of places you went to. Absolutely. You know, I have um, I've been blessed to be a part of bands, and, and I've been flown to uh, Africa to uh, perform for high government officials, you know, millionaires, billionaires. Um, 
and these people host uh, these private concerts, you know, and they love American musicians. Um, I've done shows in, I was going to do a show in, in Santorini, but I don't, it was supposed to be this year, but unfortunately COVID hit and we weren't able to do it. Um, I've just been blessed to travel so many different places to Canada. I did a, a, a massive Lebanese wedding in, uh, in, in Alberta. And when I mean my massive it was massive, there was pyrotechnics and mm-hmm. all that's, that's how they roll. That's how they roll. And I loved it. And it went on for like 96 hours. <laughs> It went on for a long time. Like, That's a did- long time to hold a note because you had held a note for most of that time. <laughs> Didn't you? I, hadn't you gone? I think when we had talked at some somewhere around the UK or Ireland or something, you went to some castle or some. So, yeah, so I, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I did. A, I did a very, very nice wedding in the UK. I was at the um, I can't remember the name of it. The something oh. house. The, uh, it's, in, it's in it's in Heathrow. Okay. Uh, in the UK, it's a very popular, very very popular place where people do weddings, and it's a uh, historical building, uh, beautiful beautiful place. I can't remember the name. Um, something the something house, the the Heathrow House. I can't remember. I'll look up the name for sure. But no, was- but I mean, with how much influence you have, there is a very good chance that it will be reidentified in Wikipedia as the something something house. I mean, that's that's how big I think you're getting. This is huge. Oh. Something, something else. That would be amazing. That you have that kind of power on this show. Oof, I mean, I, I think it's heavy. It's a lot to think about sometimes, you know, which is why I try to focus so much on um, a lot of the similar things that you're, you know, the organization and what this foundation is about, you know, is to how can I continue to bring people together, you know, have, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds of thousands of people from all over the world, America and, you know, a lot in Africa and the Philippines, Ireland, Thailand. And when all of them are centered around the aura of one person, I feel like it's a huge responsibility for me to kind of return back the love and appreciation to just kind of bridge the gap between all of these people. You know, there's a lot of, of, of um, polarization going on in the world. And so I feel like when I pick up this horn, I can just bring all these people together for one common purpose, extract me from it and just say that we're all coming together for the enjoyment of something. So that's indeed, Um, you know, I feel very lucky that in my life I've done two things that are universal because music is the universal language and a smile is the universal expression. So I don't know how many other things there are that are universal, but there's not many. I mean, not many. when it comes to what we hear, you know, everything is a, everything is a sound. Everything is a melody. Everything is a rhythm. Your heart is a rhythm. It, it beats to a rhythm. When we talk, we're talking in a pitch. Everywhere we go, there's music. When you go to the grocery store, when you're in an elevator, when you are, you know in offices they may have music just playing music is literally everywhere because it does something to you you know mentally it really does you know i've seen videos where people use music to actual for actual therapy you know there was this guy i think he had some type of injury or something and he was playing a saxophone and they were recording what his brain waves were doing as he was playing the instrument and it was lit it was literally you know helping him heal and I'm like, this is absolutely incredible because we are taking an external, you know, 
entity and we are just literally internalizing it. That's all it is. When you hear music, it's going inside of you. You are hearing it the same way our words have power. When I'm talking to you, what I'm saying is going inside of you, you know, which is why our words matter. And as Andrea Miller would have it, it's because of what you say and how you impact people that saves lives. Absolutely. Right. It works both ways. Well, I have a, so I have a question for you. Absolutely. Um, have you ever heard of a gentleman, Kalulam? Kalulam. Yes. Why do these names sound familiar? Kalulam. So I, I think as we have a minute or two, I just want to give you a small taste. Since you played something for us, I feel like the gift, the appropriate gift to give back to you. However, if to- we play it, Ken, we won't be able to have any of this um, on our channels. Oh, we can't have any of it on channel. Okay. So, yeah. uh, so I sent you the link. I sent you the link so you can enjoy it later. Absolutely. So this gentleman brings four or 500 people together from all walks of life. And he plays, I believe in three keys, multiple languages and brings all the world together. And I think he's a perfect connection for you because the way you play music, I think it touches the soul at another level. I I mean, I was feeling so much when you were playing and that's why I was thinking, wow, that'd be amazing if that was our theme, if that was the gift we could give in all our books. So I love, I love it. Um, we have something called rapid fire where we ask you lots of questions mm-hmm. quickly and you ask, answer them very quickly. But before we do that, is there anyone that you met or a story you want to share of someone you met that you just were blown away by the gift that they give to the world? Um, should this be someone I worked with or should this be just anyone in general? You can, your choice, your choice. Um, Oh, goodness. I mean, it's kind of cliche to say people like Tony Braxton or Kenny G because those people are incredible. That's Mary too, Tony Braxton. I think it has to be, uh, there was this young musician, young female musician that I met and I had saw her online and she had wanted to connect with me for so long. And I remember getting a chance to finally meet her when I went to New York and, and just hearing her play. And I really get inspired by the young ones that are astronomically talented Mm -hmm. because to have that level of dedication and commitment at such a young age reminds me of myself. It's like a reflection. So I think to answer that question, that is going to be numerous people. That is the any young child that I have seen um, excel exponentially. Do you have a name or two that you can just give them a little love? Yeah, all right. So I'll, I'll name a few. First, I have to give a shout out to Kellyanne, a great friend of mine in New York, uh, 18-year-old young saxophone. She's incredible. Um, she's been, she's just, she's going places and she's really glowing. Um, I have some friends in Africa. I know their social media tags and we communicate all the time, but we never got their names. And then I also want to um, give a shout out to another good friend of mine who's also a sax player um, his name is Corey staggers um he's a he's a little about my age as well but he's been in the game you know social media and and doing these covers as well um and um caitlin absent in new iberia uh, louisiana she's an upcoming young star as well so these young musicians really inspire me and uh, really quickly quick answer kind of like a hybrid uh, rapid fire your parents did they Introduction music? Did you? Not really. 
they 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 were in traditional American jobs, you know, and I was I was the left one. My my brothers in finance, my sisters in entrepreneurship, and here I am. So they didn't see it coming. No, no one saw this coming. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. Well, we're going to we're going to go rapid fire because we still have about three or four minutes. And uh, I'll ask my first question. Um, I guess I'm going to change it up a little bit for you. Um, An album, an album or song that changed your life. An album or song that changed my life. It's not yours, but someone else's. Okay, so an album that probably changed my life would have to be. Oh my God, this is, this is not easy. Cause I have my brain. Is this like, is now guess the, here's the good news is the book we're allowing you to write. That only takes two to four hours to write. It's called the keep smiling template. You mm-hmm. can, you can expand and put two or three. And today we'll just say that this is your practice. So if you can think of one or two, that's fine. Yeah. The first thing that comes to your mind is usually perfect. I'm going to say David Sanborn's Hideaway. It's one of his first albums from the 1970s. And um, yeah, I was listening to that album just a couple of weeks ago and I, I, I love it. It's it's so it's literally such a embarkation, you know, from what we know today as jazz. You know, that was like the the soul, the foundation of it all. Yes, he really going to say he has amazing soul in his jazz. Like he's Hideaway is, is just probably one of my favorite albums, or, or any Michael Brecker album for that matter. Oh, cool, that's a new one for me. <laughs> and because we're short on time, we only have four minutes left, so I'm going to have to ask both of you to really condense it down to a, a, a quick phrase. And so uh, my fallback question, Brian, is what song do you listen to as your fallback song when you need to get jazzed and motivated and jump back into things? As my fallback song, my favorite things. Mm. By my- Coltrane? That's the song that, that, that's my song. By Coltrane? Um, by Coltrane or any artist, you know, I just love it. Um, I'll live, listen to all the versions of it. Okay. Um, and what's a quote you live by? A quote I live by? Um, Yesterday's history, tomorrow's mystery, today's a gift. That's why it's called present. <laughs> and a <the> song. <laughs> <laughs> love it. And when you were a child, what did you want, to, before you were nine, what did you think you wanted to grow up and be? Anything in public service. I wanted to be a police officer. I wanted to be a firefighter. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be all of those things. A pilot. I wanted to be a plane conductor. See, that saxophone ruined all those amazing plans. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> okay, so who's uh, someone you haven't met that you wish you could? A live or dead? I want to be Beyonce. And mm-hmm. you do know Tony Braxton. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, we, we text. Okay. I, I don't know if she's still in Maryland, but that's right. If she is, you better connect me to get the yeah, She was like 30, 30 minutes from me. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So, so she, she left oh. She left the beautiful state of Maryland. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe she comes and visits. Maybe she'll be there for Christmas. <laughs> All right. Last question, I think. Um, uh, why don't you, if it's the last question, Ken, why don't you do it? Because you love to know about their movies. Well, I do. So what is, what is your favorite movie? Hopefully a musical theme that inspires you. Oh God, no, it's actually not. I'm a disaster film guy. I love disaster. <laughs> so my, my, favorite, my favorite movie probably is uh, the, the 2006 remake of uh, Poseidon. Uh, wow. Should, got away and flipped upside down. But um, I love the theme song in the movie. Man, you're reminding me of like the the wackiest way you could answer that question. Like, what's a movie that inspires you? It's like the the Inferno, the you know the volcano that wiped out the world. You're reminding me of the yeah. You're reminding me of the movie Airplane. Well, Airplane when they were watching the movie, 
You remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> they're watching the movie and the planes are crashing and there aren't a plane. The movie Airplane, that is such a good part. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> All right, I think I cut you off, Brian. What were you saying? I, I missed you. No, Brian, Brian, I, was, I was like, I just love disaster movies. I, love to, I get a thrill out of seeing people, you know, push through some natural... <laughs> Like how would you say how would we survive? You know, I don't. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> it's all well, that's to be determined still. And, and by the way, uh, I, I will I will deem you that if your comeback song is called either the disaster. <laughs> Can you imagine the jazz song called the disaster? Well, hey, we just went through a pandemic, so that might be uh, <laughs> might be a good idea actually. <laughs> oh, this God, this how, how dark that song would have to be. The disaster. And how off key it has well, to be. Well, maybe to be motivational really at the same time because they push through it and then they <laughs> overcome. You know. <clears throat> All right. Well, it has been a pleasure having you on this show, Amplified, and I hope you feel your soul and your music's been amplified. We love what you're doing. Certainly love the theme. Love what you've done with the pandemic to give not just a gift to you and the world, but to us specifically for our movement. And uh, I just cannot even express how much this means to us that you would loan your song and share your song with our movement thank you listen i'm more than happy to and i thank you guys for having me on this is uh it's been an incredible honor and a great way to start my day amen all right andrea's gonna give a little shout again, out again thank you we're, to opus.finance the umbrella syndicate the red carpet connection voice america influencers channel big events usa perfect publishing and the keep smiling movement our charity of choice and with that we'll see you next week back to you ken all right, this is Ken Rashan, and you have received the ultimate gift at Thanksgiving, a beautiful song, a beautiful person, leader, a future author, I pray. And uh, wow, we can't wait for next week to launch this song even bigger. Thank you very much, Brian. No problem. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.